Oh man, it's like our theme song is so good. It, that's just like I'm not even gonna try and pretend that this isn't like the third or fourth time I've listened to it. <laughs> it's still like yeah, I listen to it constantly like every time. Um, it's a pity that we have to attach that to our podcast. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we are the like the baby driver of podcasts. You know, like all soundtrack. <laughs> wow. Is that the movie that, like, Baby Driver? That, like, the director only ever talks about how hard he worked on the soundtrack and, like, nothing else about the film? Lucy, this is not a conversation you want to have with me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this is not Baby Driver. It's it's Fang Fiction. This is Fang Fiction. The, the world's uh, number one podcast uh, theme song hoister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Huge shout out and huge thank you to Wolf and Chain, a band local to our lovely town of Adelaide yeah. for for fucking slapping. <laughs> for slapping, taking my very awkward little commission email, being like, hi, I'm doing this thing and I want the Harry Potter theme song, but it sounds like it was played by MCR and then just and how'd they do slapping it? it. Yeah. When you pitched it to me, I didn't think it would happen. <laughs> and I just, I can't, I can't get over it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's so good. I love it so much. So that is the theme song for this podcast, Fang Fiction. We have recorded quite a few episodes now. Yeah. Listen, we're two months after <laughs> I think we recorded the first episode that you're currently listening to. <laughs> and I feel like we maybe are finally ready to maybe explain what the podcast is. That's it. Um, what are we, Lucy? We are, as far as I know, the only and therefore the number one. Mm. We're both the best and the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Podcast in which one writer, me, Lucy Hagen, <laughs> reads the daddy of all fan fictions, my immortal, <laughs> to <laughs> my very good friend and fellow writer, Zach. Yeah. Who has no relationship to fan fiction whatsoever. No. <laughs> and Still I am doesn't. making yeah. maybe the worst first impression a person could make. <laughs> yeah, it's very daddy. Uh, <laughs> it is truly yeah. daddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that's essentially the whole podcast. I am reading you, My Immortal. Mm-hmm. We Which are both like reacting a, to it. It's a Harry Potter fan fiction yep. set in the mystical world of 2006. Hell yeah. We've got emo culture. We've, we've, got, we've vampires. got vampires. Um, lots of them. Hell um, yeah. And yeah, and it's it's um, it's daddy. It's daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's lit. It yeah. slaps. Yeah. All, of, all of that slang that we are too old to use. That's exactly right. <laughs> if you take, say, like the incredible theme song from Wolf and Chain mm. uh, for this podcast and reverse it, you're about to understand the, the magical world you're entering into. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm so excited to share this journey with you, Zach. Yeah. It's yeah, two months into so it. So much fun. Um, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a, a much longer journey, but I guess you'll have to listen to the next eight episodes to find out. Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up, babies. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even open a podcast? <laughs> Welcome to the um, Untitled My Immortal Podcast Project. I'm Absolutely. Lucy. It's the ultimate uh, fanfic within a fanfic. Hell yeah, baby. Um, situation. <laughs> and you are? I'm, I'm Zach. Okay. Um, I definitely, definitely should have prepared for this. Um, I had like so much in my head and it's full gone now. Okay, so. That's good. We are in front of a live audience. I understand why <laughs> why this nervousness yeah, is coming gonna, up. I'm not going to edit any of this out. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Um, the people want the raw, honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are nothing if not authentic. <laughs> to, to probably writers in Adelaide's <laughs> opinion on someone else's writing. Yes. Yes. So, and the writing in question is the famous or I guess infamous fan fiction, My Immortal by an unknown author known as Tara. Tara. Um, she identifies herself as Tara throughout the author's notes mm-hmm. in the My Immortal fanfic. As originally published on fanfiction.net in 2006 and 2007. Oh, golden era. It has since then been removed from fanfiction.net multiple times for... <laughs> Rather funnily for copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I don't you've know. Uh, told me about this uh, so far, um, 
that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I would say in order to infringe someone's copyright, you need to in any way resemble their copyright. Mm -hmm. I would say this does not resemble the source material in any way. <laughs> what, what's the what's the source material supposed to be? I, so I can't remember. The source we... <laughs> material is Harry Potter, set in Hogwarts. So that's mm -hmm. kind of the full extent of the Harry mm -hmm. Potter mm -hmm. source material. Harry Potter characters from the Harry Potter canon do appear, although they're usually referred to by a different name that the author right. has given them. Yeah. yeah. Um the other source materials I suppose are just the culture of pop culture in 2006. So mm -hmm. we have vampires <laughs> <laughs> and, very importantly, emo or goth culture. Amazing. So yeah. Lots of references to MCR. Yeah. We see My Immortal, I think, is an Evanescence song. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the other an Evanescence song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the one that's not... Wait, we are... Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Okay, so for a little bit of... Uh, our own cultural context. Can you paint a picture for me of your 2006 to 2007? Oh, wow. Um, I guess I was, I was 12 to 13. Okay. Yep. So I was, I was on the up. Yep. I was really starting to figure out who I was. Meaning of life. <laughs> meaning of life. Who is God? Where are well, we Well, that's going? exactly right. Yeah. Um, I, that's got to be like year seven, year, year eight, yep. I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's when you first you first find yourself in your emo phase because you find out who God is. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you reject him. and then you reject God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like those like mid teens, it's all about rejecting God in as yeah. many ways as possible. Yeah, which um, yeah, and the true emos never yeah. never grow out of that. Well, that's exactly right. So in that way, I think at least I feel qualified to comment on emo culture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> although. Yeah. I guess I did have an emo phase. I was never, like, I never, like, dyed my hair black. I was mm -hmm. never, like, quite as... Probably Tara would have called me a prep, which is important oh. for the glossary of the My Immortal okay. universe. Yeah. Is that is that uh, some sort of slur? Is yes, that, yeah. very much so. So there are goths. Uh -huh. They're the good ones. They're the good ones, right. Then there Classic. are preps there we go. Yeah. who are basically everyone else. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then I've forgotten the word she uses, but there's a word specifically for like people trying to be goths. Yeah. Perfect. We'll come to that, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So much like we are still today, like goths are one of the highest social classes yeah, out yeah. there. And all us preps like, like fuck us, honestly. Yeah. But totally. so we, the preps are going to <laughs> yeah. try and, <laughs> attempt try to and transport goths. ourselves back. Yeah. To the peak of goth culture, 2006. To <laughs> That's exactly right. There is, uh, yeah, as we know, like goth culture found its peak there in 2006, 2007. Yeah. What, a what a time. What a time. So I'm a year older than you. So I was mm -hmm. year eight and year nine mm -hmm. when this was being published. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially in year nine. Mm -hmm. All 14 year old girls, you know, very hardcore. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about this fic then mm -hmm. I came very late to fan fiction culture mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I suppose I've regressed and had a second adolescence now in my late 20s mm -hmm. and have come to love fan fiction but definitely like as a teenager I was a very like I definitely would have looked down my nose at fan fiction like Twilight was like too lowbrow for me you wow. know like now Knowing the, the Lucy I know, uh, <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. It really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Part of my regressive maturity has mm. been definitely doing a huge 180 on that, like, kind of teenage, early 20s. Like, I did a Bachelor of Arts and I was like a literature student. Oh, and yeah. now I'm like, only read romance novels, fan fiction and like sci-fi novels. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and I have no interest mm -hmm. in highbrow anything so i guess it goes without saying this might be my favorite work of literature yeah <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> that that sounds yeah yeah and that's that not good. an overstatement that's not an exaggeration yeah, yeah. that's me being As, totally genuine uh someone who i don't think i've ever really read fan fiction yes Obviously you're counting things like literature like twilight and and things like that twilight no but it definitely inspired like a whole generation mm -hmm. of fan fiction mm -hmm. you know, through from like what most fan fiction is like people writing for themselves and 
their audience through mm-hmm. to, you know, the Fifty Shades of Grey series. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I think it is, you know, it's funny. Like, I was about to be like, oh, we live in this new world where fan fiction is given legitimacy. But then it's like, are there, are there many books that aren't? really fan fiction <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's the big philosophical <laughs> question right yeah nothing's um, new or original yeah reject god <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's embrace god i think we found our thesis statement for yeah <laughs> yeah my model <laughs> colon reject god that's yeah everything's fan fiction yeah forever or just like why does that lead delegitimize anything you mm-hmm. know like Good writing is good writing. Mm-hmm. And also, like, bad writing is fine too. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, create stories if you want to create stories. And if they're inspired by settings and characters that will come from another book, mm-hmm. you know, what's wrong with that? So it probably comes to it at the risk of, like, our introduction just being a constant tangent yes. to talk about yeah, what we always circling do back. is keep Thank going you. back to fan fiction. <laughs> but how being, you know, as you said, my model potentially harry potter mm. fanfic yeah. inspired by everything else for some reason jk was mad enough that it's been taken off fanfiction.net i would like to personally yeah. blame jk absolutely Rowling. i feel like <laughs> i think we can do that model. it's 2021 now we yeah. can be mad at jk Rowling. Rowling. <laughs> don't give a fuck Don't um, yeah but uh, i hope she tweets us she, oh, i think so <laughs> at we're gonna start this war i think yes. we have the resources <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our podcast about the fan fiction yeah. that barely references her. Absolutely. Best, <laughs> multi-million best-selling No one can series. tell, but we're actually recording out of that stadium that Kanye rented out to, yes. to record his new album. He actually requested yeah. us personally That's to come exactly in. To do this. It's one of his favourite fanfics. Also, at Kanye, <laughs> we're going to start this war. Um, <laughs> we're coming for you. That's right. <laughs> we're coming um, for all the billionaires. Exactly. Watch out. But yeah, so fan fiction. Yeah. My immortal. How how do you classify fan fiction? Like mm. if you're trying to if you're talking about it, like everything's fan fiction. Yeah. But like where is the true love? Yeah. Um, that fan fiction. So is? fan fiction that is like would call itself fan fiction and is identifiably fan fiction generally is published on the internet mm-hmm. on one of a couple of hosting sites, the mm-hmm. most famous ones. The one we're using for My Immortal is fanfiction.net. Um, there's uh, an archive of our own, which is um, probably now the most like widely used one. Um, and so Wattpad. the third one is Wattpad, which mm-hmm. um, isn't exclusively for fanfiction. Um, people do post original stories on that as well. Mm-hmm. Wattpad's a little bit separate from the others in that it has advertising and you can have paid subscriptions and it's like people can like fund themselves as authors publishing on Wattpad. And certainly some of the most like the fan fictions that have like gone on to become commercially successful novels generally started on Wattpad. I think it gets a bit more, you know, commercial attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're like, it's like the sellout. Yeah, yeah, it's the one for of, of, of fan, the fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Because writers shouldn't be paid. No, absolutely That's not. Right. And as soon as they do get paid, like they do lose some of their credibility, yeah. I believe. At, at JK. At JK, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. the least credible of all the writers. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm really here for this <laughs> anti JKR. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's a prep for sure. Oh my God. Biggest <laughs> prep there is. <laughs> Tara would absolutely. Flip her the bird, yeah. and I would totally support that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, pro Tara. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Always pro Tara. Pro- Tara might be one of my all-time favorite authors. Um, as I said earlier, so that sounds sarcastic. I'm gonna um say here that the way I pitched this podcast idea to Zach is that I said my immortal gets generally labeled the worst fanfic ever written, if not the worst piece of writing ever written. Mm -hmm. My way of reading this is that it's the greatest work of satire ever published. (laughs) That it's 
I think that everything that people think makes this terrible writing is done on purpose <laughs> as a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like my own writing. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Every, every typo. All the terrible bits. <laughs> every clumsy purpose. metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, they're all bits. That's right. But this, for me anyway, it becomes a lot more fun to read if you look at it that way than if mm-hmm. you're just like being mean about a teenager, you know, posting something mm-hmm. she's written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 because... You know, like, that's the purpose of these websites. And I never quite finished my definition of fan fiction. We went in a tangent as well, again, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, <laughs> is that, you know, like, the whole point of this stuff is that anyone can upload to it. So there shouldn't be any gatekeeping about, you know, you need to be, you need to already be a great writer to have an audience on uh, for your fan fiction. Um Obviously, yeah, most fan fiction is published online, although people do make prints of their fics and zines and so on. Um, And it will use settings or characters or both, even plot lines from already established works. Um, And that could be from something as kind of traditional as certainly like um, if we stay within the Harry Potter universe, something like retelling all the stories from Hermione's perspective or from Dumbledore's perspective or it could be taking one or two characters and rewriting them in a love story set in a coffee shop in the modern normal like normal non-magical world (laughs) Mm -hmm. or uh, often people um you know combine the worlds of different stories that they love so they might put the Harry Potter characters in a Sherlock Holmes mystery Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah. Um, I love it as a way to lay claim to the art that you love and draw on it for inspiration. Certainly, <laughs> I am I love writing, I love making up stories, but I, I only get a new idea like two or three times a year. Like yeah. I'm, a, I'm not an idea factory mm-hmm. kind of writer. And so being able to draw on already established themes and ideas and characters and settings means that I can kind of hit the ground running and just focus on making a story. And it's also, yeah, it's a, it can be about if a decision was made in a story that you love, that you don't agree with, you can empower yourself to retell that story in a way that you think better represents the characters that you love. Um, my immortal, I would say, doesn't do any of that. <laughs> this <laughs> is go. very much a person who presumably read and loved the Harry Potter books, but want, indulged in sort of the life of her wildest dreams and made that into a story. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. is that, like that's why I sort of think yeah. is not everything fan fiction. Like we're kind of doing that in our writing. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose we're coming down to reject God. Yeah. Uh, every story is just reworking the story before it. <laughs> every story is transformative. Yeah. So what we're saying is like, in a way, we're linking my immortal back to the Bible. Yes. Because right? it's a constant just recreation. Well, there's a of lot that. of Bible fan fiction going on in the Harry Potter oh, there we, novels. Oh, there, there right? we go. So, so, yeah. Okay, so at JK. Um, <laughs> at JK, we all saw you we do a resurrection do that. story. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. um, wow, I'm going to be calling up whoever owns the copyright for the Bible. Probably yeah. Be- Bezos. Some, <laughs> yeah, stage. one of the billionaires. Um, now, while that was, like, very beautiful, mm. and it was lovely to hear how much you love my model. Well, I can read from the screen at the moment. Mm. Um, the foot is in capital letters. Whoever's reposted my model is, disclaimer, I did not write this. The infamous worst fan fiction ever posted here. Um, I So, look, yeah. I'm excited yeah. um, for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see how these, these worlds uh, play out. I'm so, so ready for you to yeah. experience... <clears throat> the world and <sighs> tales of my immortal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's uh. do it. Let's dive in. Okay, is it recording now? Yeah, yes. it looks like it's recording now. <laughs> Thank say you. the line you wanted to say before. <laughs> yeah, that I, I made, I, I'm probably not going to sound as legitimate this time, That's but right. buckle up, baby. We're diving in 
to my immortal. No, you nailed it. That was great. Thank, thank you so awesome. much. Okay. Chapter one. Now, a big uh, part of the My Immortal, the MIU, shall we say, <laughs> is the kind of meta narrative that's told through the author's notes from Tara herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always going to read the author's notes, even if, or shall I say, when they totally disrupt the flow of the story. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So we we start we open. Yeah. With an author's note. <laughs> Which is the perfect <laughs> way to start a novel exactly or a right. fanfic, I guess. <laughs> Special fangs, brackets get it because I'm gothic. To my new GF, ew, not in that way, Raven, bloody tears 666, for helping me with the story and spelling. You rock. Justin, you're the love of my depressing life. You rock too. MCR rocks. Yeah, I'm going to say, um, there's a lot of new characters coming into this uh, very quickly. <laughs> yeah, um, Raven is an important I, one to keep in mind. I don't get it. What's yeah. the uh, special thanks? Why do I... So, is there an author's rather note than thanks, the author's note? fangs... Uh-huh. So gothic and vampire Wait, saying, are treated as interchangeable. Yes. Special thanks to, but it's special fangs to. All right, Lucy, thanks you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and within the MIU, uh, gothic and vampire are treated uh-huh. as in- interchangeable. Right. Yeah. Of, yeah, well, like, goth still today. Yeah. Yeah. I did briefly have an internet friendship with a goth mm who identified as an elf. Yeah. So I would say... Yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to... You know, <laughs> lovely person. Yeah, They were absolutely. a really lovely person. Yeah. But... Um, Not stopping people from being elves. Yeah, no. Identify as, be an elf. Absolutely identify as an Honestly, elf. If you can identify as a woodland creature, that you, your life will be already better. Absolutely. That's go it. on... Please go and live under a toadstool. Not sure how I feel about special fangs. But yeah. Yeah. My I only brought that story up to iterate that goths do have magical powers and ought to be treated oh, that right. way. So, yes. yeah, coming back That's to why Harry they... Potter, the wizards, yeah. muggles and non-muggles, <laughs> preps and goths. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're already com- getting into the, the I... mindset of my immortal. Something's happening. Something's happening. Yeah. So keep the name Raven in mind. So Raven okay. is Tara's best friend. Uh-huh. Tara's the author. Raven is the editor or the, the beta reader. Mm-hmm. Um. And that name will pop up frequently throughout the, the meta narrative that we will read through the Amazing. author's notes. And was it Justin or Jordan who was the Justin? Justin. I don't think is ever mentioned again. Right. <laughs> Justin presumably Sorry, is Justin. Tara's boyfriend, and Sorry, I don't Justin. think things last. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to MCR or Justin, everyone knows who they're going to choose. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. MCR features far more heavily than Justin does. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry, please continue. Okay. The opening sentence of My Immortal. Yeah. Truly one of the most iconic opening sentences of anything I've ever read. Now, yeah. to be totally transparent to the listener, this is the only part of this fic that Zach has heard. I have, yeah. I'll try <laughs> to react to it naturally. <laughs> yeah, um, I read this to try and convince him that we should yeah. do this podcast. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness. So that's Dark Apostrophe Ness. Dementia Raven Way. So that's Ebony, Darkness, <laughs> Dementia I Raven think I Way. I blocked this out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. I love that she was named like after her Where, hair grew. Was she? Because of look, the classic way of naming people is when they're born straight away. This yes. is going to be a long podcast, by the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. We were like 15 minute episodes. That's right. Crack, that's we'll exactly right. Out. No. Oh dear. Who will stop us from talking? <laughs> Literally no one. Um, but that sort of implies, I suppose, in a sense that she was born with long ebony black hair. Yeah. Um, and um, that's horrifying. Okay. Actually, yeah. if we circle back and this hasn't been told yet, but spoiler alert, ebony is a vampire. So perhaps oh, she's referring to her birth. Her vampire birth. Uh, you know, like is, if she was born as a human so when you get and then was vampirized. Yeah. And then you, is that like re-born? a rebirth? I don't know. You said that with a lot of confidence. So I feel like I have thought read about quite this. a lot of vampire yeah. novels. <laughs> which I should say for all the Twilight stands out there, yeah. I hated it at 14. 
absolutely love it now. Love vampire literature. That's, That's how you know you've grown. And ex- ab- absolutely. Yeah. I'm still growing, apparently. <laughs> You'll yeah. get there. Yeah. You'll get there. Right, sorry, please okay. continue. I have long ebony black hair with purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee. <laughs> Do you know who Amy Lee is? I don't know who Amy Lee is. I'm so glad you said that because next we hear an author's note. If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. Oh, fuck. All right. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Podcast over. I didn't know who that was either. (laughs) Um, However, Ebony does sound like someone um, that I'd have a crush on from far away and be too scared to approach. Absolutely would never speak. Yeah. She would flip me the bird and I would melt inside. Oh, my God. Yeah. I dream of those times. Absolutely. That's so right. here we go into maybe the most bonkers sentence of the whole fanfic. <laughs> Start with a bang. I'm going to say that a lot of times, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't said that? Like, yeah. that's like. Who hasn't yeah. daydreamed about being related to, to this celebrity crush? I'm also often like, ah, oh, I wish I was like Gerard Way's twin brother, but like. I know we're like stepbrothers, so it's okay and we when we make out fuck. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then we make love. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I've, I've had exactly the same fantasy. Oh, just to be Dradway's twin brother. <laughs> and then Who is fuck. not blood related, so yeah. we're not that gross. Not like you, Tara. This is, this is, <laughs> Ebony. I shouldn't conflate the author and the, and the protagonist, yeah. but I'm um, going to. I suppose we're going to mark this, this. This podcast is not pro-incest. Unless it's with Gerard Way. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how to do the trigger warnings for this podcast because absolutely everything comes up in this fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think we're just going to do a blanket trigger warning, content warning for every taboo under Um, the sun. And I'm not going to add Gerard Way because... Yeah, I don't uh, want want him to know. I don't want him to know (laughs) what I've just said. (laughs) I'm just going to put it on the internet for strangers to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. Okay, so it's important that you know that she is a vampire, but she in every way resembles a human. Okay. Yeah. It's good. But a very beautiful human. Yeah. So be a vampire without the discrimination. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, We're not profiling vampires here. No. Vampires can look any way and apparently can have any kind of teeth. Yeah. I have pale white skin. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. I'm also a witch and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England where I'm in the seventh year, brackets, I'm 17. Now, I'm going to try not to be too much of a like a Harry Potter nerd here, but mm-hmm. I would like to note that Hogwarts is actually in Scotland. And so once again, I do not think JKR can say that this violates her copyright because we are not referring to the same Hogwarts. No one can tell. Uh, Lucy just stood up. (laughs) (laughs) Very red and angry. Um, Furious. Yeah. I'm furious. I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell. And I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic and I buy all my clothes from there. I do wish we had Hot Topic in Australia. I wish I could, like, make a pilgrimage to a Hot Topic. We don't have anything close. Um, no. I also just want to note that Ebony Darkness uh, Dementia, Raven. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yeah, dementias. let's circle back to Dementia. Ah, look, no, look, we don't need to. That's fine. But yeah. I want to know what word Tara was, like, referring to. Or, like, what word she sort of thought she was writing when mm-hmm. she wrote Dementia here. Because I'm assuming she doesn't actually want to evoke, mm-hmm. like, a tragic, degenerative, you know, disease of the brain. She might. You never know. She may. Um, I'm feeling like it's a Dementor. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. That's, that's, You're so that's right. That's probably where it, it is. It is supposed to be a Dementor. Um, yeah. What, what I did want to point out is Ebony is a vampire, a witch, and a goth. And yes. so she really does have it all. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> you are, yeah, the trifecta. <laughs> the of, trifecta. Of sexy supremacy. Really looking for that uh, vampire, witch, um, yeah. goth. Hell uh, yeah. GF. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, we get a lot of outfit descriptions in the mm-hmm. in the My Immortal Universe. Oh, good. That's good. That's what I wanted and to And I hear. never get sick of them. They're absolutely, all absolutely fire. I was okay. waiting until we'd hear what she was wearing. <laughs> I love that in this first paragraph, nothing happens. We just get a description yeah, of the character. Yeah, that's good writing. It's a really good way to open a novel. Okay, for example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt 
pink fishnets and black combat boots. What I wouldn't give to wear that outfit. I think <laughs> Ebony's our hero. That's yeah, what it is. she's like a hundred percent the sexiest character I can imagine. What I, what, I, what I hope is that the next sentence is describing her makeup. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, <laughs> black eyeliner, and red eyeshadow. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. No, I I'm an Ebony stan. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I would die for this for this girl. Yeah. <laughs> I would lie down on the steps and let her walk over me. Oh, uh, I wish. Yeah. I wish. I wish. I, I, wish I wish I was Ebony's twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was relate. I'm not related to Ebony Dementia. Yeah. Dar- oh shit. Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. Mm. But I wish I was because she's a fucking hottie. Yeah. Boom. Major fucking hottie. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay, now we get into an action scene. All right, all right. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. Okay, so we live in a place where it does not snow. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Does it ever snow and rain at the same time? Can you Uh, confirm? Call up if you've got the answer. (laughs) (laughs) I wish this was a talkback radio show. Yeah, um... Yeah, it, it, actually, I, it actually is, and we just don't get a lot of calls. Um, I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure it doesn't snow and rain at the same time. I guess it sleets, which is kind of that. Sleet sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Eb- Ebony, Ebony makes me sleet. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeting in my heart for Ebony. Also, I just realised she's also 17. Yeah. Um, I would formally retract most of what I just said. <laughs> she I would is like also, to be Ebony's friend. Yeah. And, yeah, and she's support her in, her in her endeavors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I stand from afar, mm-hmm. mm. an appropriate distance, an appropriate, <laughs> an appropriate uncancelable distance. <laughs> okay, so re- she's she's feeling good right. because it's snowing stage. and raining at the same time. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my middle finger at them. Preps, we don't like preps. Let's like place ourselves in that. I'm a prep. Yeah, we are the preps who are yeah. staring at Ebony, just absolutely, just worshiping her from afar. She immediately flips An the uncancelable distance. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Dialogue. Oh, hey, Ebony! Shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. Oh shit! Oh shit! Draco Airhorn. <laughs> we have our love interest. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing. He said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me and I had to go away. Oh, fuck. That was, we were so close. We were so that close. Was, that damn. is the end of the chapter. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I, here I was. I was like, man, we're talking a lot. We really should get through this first chapter at least. Um, yeah. No, they're very short oh, chapters. Okay. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> we close with an author's note. Is it good? Please tell me fangs. Um, I'm going to struggle so much with this fangs, thanks thing. Oh, this is, we are truly at the tip of the iceberg of what Tara does with the English language, yeah. how she plays with, with Well, it's kind of like, look, now, now we go into our analysis and yes. what you're talking about it being like either a satire or like the greatest work or the worst and things like yeah. that. Like the idea of reworking the English language into ways that no one has ever seen yeah. is Genius. Revolutionary. Like, what she's yeah. doing to people <laughs> is good. Yeah. Um now but the so the chapter I think was very good. It has a beginning, middle end. It does. There's there's conflict, <laughs> you know. Um, yes. which, you know, it comes to a sort of a resolution. Mm. And I'm hooked. Like yeah. what's gonna happen next? Will she talk to Draco again? Yeah. Um does she keep wearing the same outfit? Does it change? Do people know she's a vampire? Um, it's a very good question, actually. What's, what's the class struggle like between the preps and the goths? Like, yeah. that's what. I would like to really dig deep into, yeah, who is on top on like from looking from the outside perspective. Mm-hmm. I know that like within the the soul and mind of the author and protagonist, it's definitely the goths. Yeah. But I, I would love that. to get more of a sense yeah. of... I'm really looking forward to 2006, 2007 nuance um, yes. in this fan fiction. This this work is nothing if not nuanced. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell that. That's <laughs> why there's so much detail. Tara's 
brand, personal brand, personal motto is give me nuance or give me death. Yeah, yeah. I I can see that. Oh, she's in fact, yeah, on that author's <laughs> note just there. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. She cites, yeah, Hemingway. Um, yeah. Others. I haven't read Hemingway. I don't think I want to. Yeah, I dragged myself through The Old Man in the Sea once because I was travelling and it was the only book I how, had. How does it hold up against My Immortal? Have never reread. Okay. My yeah. Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. I have read chapters one and two of My Immortal at least six times. There we go. So the rereadability of Old Man in the Sea does not <laughs> does hold not up. Does not hold up. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see which classic Look, piece of I'm literature gonna, we can do I'm going to say it right now. Go Tara on. could have written The Old Man in the Sea. Hemingway could never have written My Immortal. <laughs> and you know what? I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. yeah, so so chapter one, we sent, we get a whole paragraph of... Yeah. Self-introduction that tells us entirely what Ebony looks like and Mm -hmm. nothing else about her. Mm -hmm. We then get a brief interaction with the preps. Also brief, but extremely important interaction with Draco Malfoy. Yeah, I could... The tension. The tension, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, Any predictions for Chapter 2 and beyond? I am... I suppose there's like predictions and what I hope will happen I'd love to hear as them. well. Um, it sounds like I hope I hope as I said, Ebony, darkness, dementia, Raven Way, um, continues to describe what she's wearing. Um, yes. I I really hope that uh, her and Draco get together and maybe have a child. I don't know what Ooh. happens in Hogwarts. Oh. Um, yeah. No one's got pregnant there before i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah jesus i I wonder what young wizards and witches do if they get pregnant that's one of the weird things about rereading harry potter as an adult is Mm -hmm. you're like there's no way to make an assessment of risk at hogwarts because Uh like everything can be magicked better you know you can lose all the bones in your arm and then regrow them overnight yeah (laughs) oh it's a hellscape yeah (laughs) yeah and so and so it's like, I'll be reading it and I'll be like, what? why are they putting these children through these tasks? Uh-huh. Like, what are they doing exposing these children to danger? But then it's like, but is it danger? Because it doesn't seem like there's any real risk if you have magic. Yeah. And I think that's what will come through in My Immortal yeah, as well. Yeah, I think, I think um, Tara's going to really kind of pull that one apart yeah. and reassemble it into, Absolutely. A, into a much more nuanced and clearer mm-hmm. kind of assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my prediction. For, I don't know that I can really say I'm making a prediction when I have read this I before. Know. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, chapter two. Author's note. Thanks to Bloody Tears 666 for helping me with the chapter. BTW prep, stop flaming my story, okay? Oh, oh shit. So, so Bloody Tears 666, that's Raven. This is, no, that's Raven. That's Raven, right. And those preps. Yeah. So flaming you. We've only had one chapter yeah. posted to fanfiction.net at this stage. It was, it was a lot. And preps are already flaming her story. Oh, shit. So you can see this, this reached notoriety extraordinarily quickly, this yeah. fanfiction. It didn't take that. long. I, can un- I understand that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The next day I woke up in my bedroom. It was snowing and raining again. Sleet. I opened the door of my coffin and drank some blood from a bottle. I oh had. my fucking god! So she is a she, she is, absolutely, she is, a absolutely is a vampire. She doesn't have fangs, but she sleeps in she a coffin. She sleeps in a coffin, and she yeah. does drink blood. Do you reckon people know? Um, yeah, I get the impression from reading this that she has a private room. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know how she got that because, mm-hmm. like, as I understand it, not just at Hogwarts, but generally at boarding school, you share rooms, but. Ebony wrangled herself in a private room. Maybe because she's a vampire and she might murder the students in her sleep. Well, that's it too. She does. Where's she getting blood from? (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's a very good question. How did she get that blood into that bottle? And what kind of bottle is it? Is it like a baby bottle or is it like a... I'm imagining like a tiny little glass vial at the moment. Yeah, that's cool. Because, yeah, Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, But you would need like a funnel or something. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never seen more than... I don't know, a couple of mils of blood before. Um, <laughs> mm. but that's... Maybe that's where she sources it from. She, like, goes to 
clinics and they like mm-hmm. you know like blood with a blood for blood test and then she just takes yeah that seems it. that seems more ethical yeah um than taking it from other students much cleaner too yeah yeah well that's it my coffin was black ebony and inside it was hot pink velvet with black lace on the ends holy this shit. is so fucking gangster yeah, yeah that is the most amazing bed <laughs> black on the outside hot pink yeah. velvet on the inside with black lace trim how is even her, her coffin sexy? <laughs> <laughs> Which we're thinking from a non cancelable exactly right. totally appropriate. Well, distance. I think I feel like I can hit it on coffins. They're probably Look, Eb- what's there? Yeah. And Ebony is very much she is a she is a self actualized you know, awakened to her own sexuality young woman. Okay. I'm gonna have to cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is we are totally justified yeah. in everything that we say. Absolutely. That was uh, Lucy's opinion. <laughs> and I'm, I'm editing that one out. Untangling myself <laughs> from this. <laughs> well, the thing is that you know, th- this is a fan fiction. And I'm not saying all fan fictions get sexy, but many of them do. This is one of those. So okay. prepare to get cancelled, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Delete been, your Twitter now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been prepping for this my whole life. There we go. Okay. I got out of my coffin and took off my giant MCR t-shirt, which I used for pajamas. Instead, I put on a black leather dress, a pentagram necklace, combat boots and black fishnets on. We get on twice in that sentence. Instead, I put on a black leather dress, a pentagram necklace, combat boots and black fishnets on. That wasn't my mistake. (laughs) I put on four pairs of earrings in my pierced ears and put my hair in a kind of messy bun. So again, just amazing personal style. Four pairs of earrings. Yeah. So is that like four in each ear? That's what it sounds. It's pairs. Yeah. It's four pairs. I love that thought of like... I'm saying... I'm going to say one ear. I'm going to say one ear. Yeah. I think one ear's got about seven. The other one's got a single. Yeah. That's cool. I was picturing like matching pairs of earrings oh like, that's pretty good like, like so like the pairs are like on equal sides yeah so she's got like butterfly dangly ones on her lobes butterflies and then like a hoop hoop. on each side yeah. <laughs> i can't think what other kinds of earrings there, there is, are and two other types of earrings <laughs> <laughs> and then with a messy bun just like totally tops it all off okay my friend willow author's note raven this is you oh, okay so raven the editor mm-hmm. is is willow Yes, right. characterized as Willow, the other yeah. original character in this. In this book. Also, uh, uh, it sounds like that she's in like a boarding room as well. Good point. Yeah. Yes. So my friend Willow woke up then and grinned at me. Uh-huh. So you're right. Okay. So she does have the coffin in there with other students. Yeah. I. It's not you... clear whether or not Re- Willow is also a yeah. vampire. So I guess Hogwarts is not worried That's that fine. she's going to murder the go, other students. Go, in go off, in queen. This, like, go off, queen. That's... She flipped her long waist-length raven black hair with pink streaks and opened her forest green eyes. Wow. So she has raven black hair. Yes, so Ebony's is is ebony black. Absolutely, that's right. Willow, meaning ravens, is is raven raven. black. I like that. Makes it easy to remember. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, and I think, so Ebony's got purple streaks and red tips Mm -hmm. in her hair. Willow has pink streaks. Nice. She put on her Marilyn Manson t-shirt with a black mini, fishnets, and pointy high-heeled boots. Oh, not aged well. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, let's hope Tara didn't get a Marilyn Manson tattoo when she turned 18. We put on our makeup, brackets, black lipstick, white foundation, and black eyeliner. Oofed. Matching. OMFG, I saw you talking to Draco Malfoy yesterday, she said excitedly. Yeah, so, I said, blushing. Do you like Draco? She asked as we went out of the Slytherin common room and into the Great Hall. Oh, shit. No, I so fucking don't! I oh shouted. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right, she exclaimed. Just then, Draco walked up to me. Hi, he said. Hi, I replied, flirtily. Oh, I could feel that. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a bit warm. <laughs> Guess what, he said. What, I asked. Well... Good Charlotte are having a concert in Hogsmeade, <laughs> he told yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking God, I screamed. <laughs> I love GC. They are my favorite band besides MCR. Well, do you want to go with me? He asked. I gasped.
What happens? That is the end of the chapter. What happens? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Zach just got so excited he flung over. his mic to the ground. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, things are heating the fuck up now, Zach. <laughs> I, I didn't expect it to get so hot in in the kitchen, yeah. in the Slytherin common room. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense with a good Charlotte uh, coming around. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Good Charlotte doing a tour in Hogsmeade. I really, I just want to like commend Draco Malfoy for his courage in having just heard her shout across the Great Hall. I so fucking don't like him. I no, yeah. I so fucking don't. And he still comes up and asks her out. Like, go Draco. You know, yeah. like have, you know, like giving him giving him his flowers for having the courage to just have I a know. go. That's some of that that BDE that yeah the, the, the big Draco energy. <laughs> Although, I mean, like we don't know yet if she is going to go with him. So true. Everything could come I, crashing down in the next chapter. That it's it's cruel. And exciting yeah. to not know what's going to happen next. Yeah, the tension is truly built. At this yeah, point. I mean, what's she going to do? I mean, she really loves good Charlotte. Yeah, then... I can't see her passing up the opportunity to yeah. see good Charlotte playing in Hogsmeade. I know. What tour is good Charlotte on <laughs> that they're playing in Hogsmeade? Yeah, this begs the question. In the MIU, either the statute of secrecy doesn't exist and the muggle world and the wizarding world are, you know combining or good charlotte are wizards or vampires or vampires yeah. and you know are aware enough of the wizarding world mm. to include hogsmeade in their mm-hmm. touring schedule yeah that just that just opens up a whole can of worms that i don't know that tara's gonna gonna close for i think us. so so far i feel like she's doing a really good job she's covering all the bases no that's yeah. exactly right yeah. she's there's there's no there's no questioning what they all look like threads. We know what they all yeah. look like. Except for Draco yeah. Malfoy. He hasn't had a description. What? Yeah, that's true. Do we assume he looks like Tom Felton from the movies? I guess so. Yeah, I'm um, at least the same type of hair. Yes. I want to pretend it's from the first film and, he, <laughs> and he's 11. <laughs> yeah, cool. That's what I'm I'm trying to like cast my mind back to how many movies we were up to in 2006. So I think Goblet of Fire came out in 05. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was like they all did sort of, like, jump up a huge level in hotness from, you know, movie three to movie yeah. four. Yeah. Which, obviously, I can still say as a 28-year-old woman. You sure can. <laughs> from that's an appropriate, right. uncancelable distance. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's often how I think about uh, talking about the hotness of children. <laughs> it's <is> from afar. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm citing opinions I had at the time when I was yeah, an appropriate absolutely. age. Yeah. An appropriate, uncancelable age. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to guess that that's kind of the imagery that was in Tara's head as she was creating this, this story. Okay. Okay. All right. That version of hot Draco. Yeah. Not 11 year old hot Draco. Not 11 year old, more like 14, 15 year old hot Draco. Okay. Yeah. That sounds safe. (laughs) 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 This is an aspect of doing a fan fiction podcast that I just did not think through. (laughs) Especially in that, like, a lot... Often when you read a fanfic Mm. and it's very sexual, you can sort of just be, like... You can just, like, tell yourself, like, the characters are over 18. You know, it's not not said explicitly. They may still attend Hogwarts, but they're over 18. Not that I read a lot of sexy Hogwarts fanfiction, but, you know, it comes up. No, of course you don't. Yeah. But it has been established canonically that Ebony is 17. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, and it's weird. For um, us as, you know, cancellable individuals. Like the author's note you didn't read was, I'm 17, <laughs> uh, which is not the legal age of consent. Yes, that's true. Um, we are speaking from South Australia where 17 is the legal age Oh, of well, there we go. So we're safe. So we're safe. We're you, safe. Cannot, you cannot come for us, audience, that's... that we presumably will have for this podcast. Yeah. Who are going to be passionate enough Shout to get on Twitter. Shout out to the five Twitter. of you. <laughs> uh, Shout out to my husband, your yeah, girlfriend, that's right. and like two of our friends. Yeah. yeah. We'll try it out once and then... And then be like, you guys are great. That's awesome. And then not listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Glad you guys are doing that podcast thing. <laughs> and yes, we are calling you all out. So you feel obligated to listen to the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be checking. We'll, well, 
I think this is a good time to ask Zach, uh-huh. will there be a next episode? Are you sufficiently hooked yeah, look. to get back in the, in Kanye's recording booth with us? Yeah, well, as long as he doesn't release Donda and then, like, the, the lease on the stadium <laughs> is, lapses. <laughs> is, that um, our, is that our deadline? Yeah. It's, <laughs> we whenever have to Kanye stop recording drops this. Donda, we'll stop recording, okay? <laughs> Shit. Let's do it, Kanye, you coward. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I think my reputation can take it. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's already it's huge already reputations that we have but, yeah, to put at risk. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and also, I have to know if she goes with Draco to see Good Charlotte. Yeah, you have to know exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm I'm glad that um, you're on board. Uh, thanks, Lucy, <laughs> for for bringing me on board. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Zach. <laughs> For agreeing to this bonkers podcast idea that I had. <laughs> You're um, totally responsible and legally um, reprehensible for all these, these things. These are fictional characters, so you can't cancel us, is my ruling. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> see you later. Um, we don't have a sign-off yet. We don't even have a title. So, thanks. Thanks. And what's like... What's a really famous podcast sign-off that we could just steal? Stay sexy and don't get mind-modelled. thanks to Koala Mattresses <laughs> for, <laughs> for their support and all the rest and, of our... Yeah, yeah. try HelloFresh. Use, use our discount use code at uncancelable distance <laughs> at, 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 at checkout. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to plug, Zach? Anything that you would like, <laughs> you would like to promote with, to the huge audience that this podcast is going to have. I just started a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have a name yet. Can't be found. Hard to plug. Um, I still haven't come up with a name. I thought by the end of the episode, one will have come. Yeah. But it hasn't. No. Uh... See ya. Bang Fiction is hosted by Lucy Hagen and Zach Ben. It's written by Lucy Hagen and the long-lost fanfic author known only as Tara. It is produced and edited by Lucy Hagen. The theme music is by Wolf and Chain. We would like to thank the Parks Library for providing the media room in which we record, as well as everyone who has listened to and enjoyed this extremely silly podcast. <laughs>